So hello, everyone. I'd like to welcome you all to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. So today we have a very special guest joining us. It's Laura Potter, Global Marketing Manager, Base Stocks and Specialties at ExxonMobil. So we're going to get her expertise on the global base stocks market and where it's heading in the future. So with that, I'd like to welcome in our special guest. Laura, how are you doing today? Hi, Leah. I'm great. Thanks very much for inviting me on your podcast. And thanks so much to your listeners for joining. Excellent. Well, yeah, we, we really want to thank you for giving us a couple minutes here today. Um, before we get started, though, can you let the listeners know a little bit more about your role at ExxonMobil? Sure. Um, my name again is Laura Podorf, and I am the Global Base Stocks and Specialties Marketing Manager for ExxonMobil, a position that I've been in since January of 2020. Um, overall, I've got 30 years of experience with ExxonMobil, so celebrating 30 years this year, and I've spent around two-thirds of that time in refining and supply positions, both in the U.S. and abroad, and about a third of that time in various um, sales and marketing roles. So I'm really eager to hear the questions that are on the minds of your listeners today. Excellent. Well, congratulations on your 30 years. That's a, that's a huge accomplishment. Uh, Thank you. We, we do have a lot to, to, lot to dive into today, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, first question I had, of course, is can you give our listeners an overview of what the base stock industry landscape looked like prior to COVID-19's damaging effects? You know, um, so much has happened since the pandemic began that in many ways it's hard to remember what things were like before. But I think that that's an important place to start to put what we're seeing today into the right context. So if we go back about 10 years, the global base stock industry saw significant capacity growth over the past decade, particularly in the group two and group three grades. Over that same time period, global demand for base stocks was modest, maybe around a half a percent a year. So that combination of capacity growth outpacing demand growth caused oversupply which resulted in a very challenging margin environment for base oil suppliers starting in really late 2018. So in fact, in certain markets around the world, 2019 saw some of the worst margins that the industry has ever seen. And that was the situation that the industry was in before the pandemic. Excellent. So let's then jump in. How is, how is the global pandemic, of course, you mentioned oversupply in the industry, and fuel demand impacted the, uh, the base stock supply? Well, this pandemic has had a devastating impact on so many people and families around the world. Um, every one of us has been affected, both personally and professionally. professionally. Um, similarly, I'd say that the pandemic has impacted every industry around the world, and the global refining industry and ExxonMobil are really no different. So as countries began their lockdowns, transportation fuels demand declined as people stopped drying, driving, they stopped flying, and industrial production slowed. And that downturn caused an immediate and dramatic drop in the demand for fuels products, especially jet fuel. And thus there was less need for refiners to buy crude for processing. So as a result of that, the utilization rates of refineries also slowed which impacted the availability of feedstock for base stock production. Multiple refineries around the world completely shut down during this time period, and some have already announced that the shutdowns are permanent. Now, while we've started to see some recovery in the finished lubricant demand, 
there's still a lot of uncertainty about the virus and its impacts and really when things will be able to safely return to normal. Now, of course, it's apparent that this COVID-19, it really reinforced and hastened some underlying industry issues. So what are some of the base stock supply considerations that uh, oil marketers should take into account now that the industry has evolved some as a result? That's a good question, Lee. And I think there are still some key refining and supply reliability considerations that oil marketers need to keep in mind in order to ensure their base stock supply security for their specific formulation needs. So maybe starting with a refining perspective, one factor to consider is whether or not we've seen the end of refinery rationalization announcements across the industry, either due to COVID-19 or some of the underlying industry issues that I mentioned earlier, including base stocks oversupply and the challenging refining margin environment. Additionally, it's become increasingly important to understand what the industry supply situation looks like. So questions like when will fuels demand recover and when, if ever, will fuels margins return to a more normal or typical level? When those typical levels return, base stock feedstocks should become more readily available again, and that'll allow more base stock production. However, as you can imagine, the predictions about when recovery is expected vary across the industry. So I think that customers who need local and global supply security should ensure that they partner with refiners who have the capability to weather the continued challenges that the industry is set to face. The more advanced the refinery, the more flexibility there is to respond to changes in producing base stocks, and the lower your chances are of being surprised by an unexpected supply disruption. Excellent, perfect. Now, next question then kind of feeds a little bit off that. So given this inherent challenges that the industry is experiencing, and, and some it's yet to overcome, what are some recommendations that oil marketers should take into consideration regarding their formulation development? So I want to answer this question based on my current role as the Global Base Stocks and Specialties Marketing Manager, because I think that there are several factors that oil marketers will want to consider when they're thinking about formulation development during this period. Firstly, they'll want to engage with base stock manufacturers that have broad formulation coverage across multiple additive companies. So that kind of coverage provides supply security and business continuity. Additionally, partnering and staying actively engaged with base stock manufacturers and additive companies can help drive low-cost formulations as well. I think oil marketers should also look to partner with base stock manufacturers who have globally sourced base stocks. So having those multiple production sites limits how exposed their operations are to external events, so things like the weather, which again benefits business continuity. And then lastly, oil marketers should carefully consider the claim set they have associated with their lubricant offers. Now may be a great time to consider whether all the claims that you currently have are necessary or whether it would be beneficial to maybe market a different formulation with a more limited claim set and thereby enhance the opportunity for supply security or lower cost formulations. No, those are great, great recommendations. So I got, I got one more question for you now. Now, keeping all of this in mind, what do you think the industry can expect moving beyond the COVID-19 pandemic? 
Well, it's important to remember that if a refinery was operating in a strong economic position prior to the pandemic, then there's a strong likelihood that it'll continue to be profitable throughout and even after the pandemic. Large, more complex, integrated manufacturing sites with access to competitive feedstocks and global markets will have more resilience to market fluctuations because they've got that capability to switch production between products at a lower investment cost. Smaller refineries, however, are sometimes not that advantageous. So whether it's due to the location or manufacturing capabilities, these smaller refineries may not be able to produce a wide product mix, and therefore they may continue to face margin pressure long after the pandemic is over. Let me just maybe end this question by saying that, you know, based on the experience that I have working in and supporting our refineries around the world, I know that ExxonMobil understands the current challenges in the industry, and we're not immune to these challenges ourselves. We work hard every single day to make our base stock production and supply chains as resilient as possible, leveraging the strength of our global manufacturing footprint, our global product slate, our technical expertise to enable the consistency of base stock supplies to our customers. Listen, Laura, we really, we can't thank you enough for providing us just a few minutes of your time to discuss this crucial topic. So again, we really want to thank you for being on our podcast today. Um, and of course, lastly, we want to thank all of you for listening to the latest installment of Hydrocarbon Processing's podcast series, The Main Column. Thanks again for inviting me, Lee. And I want to wish you and all of your listeners all the very best for the year ahead. Excellent. Thanks, Laura.